Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Today, we will explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, it's uh, End Times Friday. We're back in the first of the year here with uh, picking up our series on the End Times. We've had the last two Fridays have been uh, Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve. Uh, so we didn't do anything for that. We just uh, wished everybody a Merry Christmas, gave some uh, uh, some thoughts about that, and a Happy New Year of how to enjoy your new year with God. So we gave that last Friday. So if you didn't see those, by the way, I'd go back. And uh, they're kind of universal uh, things that can help us live live out our lives. So we absolutely, we yeah. a, and they were only short, 20, 20, 20 some minutes. So if you haven't seen them, go back and uh, review those. But uh, Especially that New Year's one, just to kind of get get your mind in the right frame and centered on God for this year ahead, I think it's going to be super important. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so we're processing, uh, again, the end times, and we've uh, come a long way um, on our study because yes. we've, we've gone through, we, you know, we started with Daniel uh, in the 70 weeks, uh, mm-hmm. 69 of which were from Daniel to uh, Christ, uh, one, leaving one week left. Um, and remember, a week is seven years. Each each day is a year. So uh, there's seven years left. It's called the tribulation um, that is yet to uh, be experienced uh, right. by the world. Uh, so we're not there. We're in the and we gave a, a really good kind of a lengthy discussion of the church age, uh, which yes. is that in between time of 69 and 70 is called the church mm-hmm. age, and it's the time of Christ and uh, spreading the word throughout the world and inviting, continue to invite every generation uh, to the word uh, and to yes. Christ and to live a, live a life of Christ. Which is really what we're all about in this podcast too. Yes, uh, you know, absolutely. Yes. Uh, that's what we're inviting people to do, to both receive it and then uh, live it out. Uh, so as we talked about the end, uh, that, uh, well, he says, Jesus said, pay attention. Uh, we read Revelation uh, 1 where it said, um, I want you to listen, uh, I want you to observe this, and then I want you to follow it. Uh, so it's uh, universal again, and Christ wants us to study this, uh, to at least understand it. Uh, doesn't guarantee that it's, it, it's this time, it's just a couple things we can say is, every day we get closer. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, and uh, it could be. In our in mm-hmm. our time, uh, that you know we're headed toward uh, the, uh, that period of time. And by the way, there there will be in somebody's lifetime, it actually happens. I mean, so right. it's kind of like the birth of Christ that we just went through. Is that it was predicted in mm-hmm. Bethlehem's going to have the you know, and uh, we read in, in Isaiah seven, uh, and to the virgin will be born a son who you name, you know called Emmanuel, God with us, which you and I have talked about. Um, well, it really happened. <laughs> yes. It was, you know, several hundred years later uh, that it happened, but it happened, you know. And, um, right. And th- this is going to happen too. And those prophecies, I think about that, those prophecies were so key 
to understanding in order for people to truly understand who Jesus was when he did come, you yes. know, and, and lots of people still missed him, yes. you know, in the midst of that. And I think about that when it comes to the book of Revelation and how many people I know that are truly kind of intimidated, scared of, don't want to bother going there because it's too much to get their head around. And I'm reminded, actually, um, I was in an interaction just recently with someone um, sweet, sweet family. And the recollection that the, we are living in a time where, you know, when I was growing up, well, I grew up in the South too, so that makes a difference. But um, when I was growing up, you know, there were more people around me that even if they didn't believe, they at least had some knowledge base of the Bible and who God was and who Jesus was and, and could understand if you said something about a certain Bible story, there was something that had been told in their families. Mm -hmm. Well, living in the Northeast, what I am finding now is there is, if you talk to younger generations, um, there is a huge lack of people who even have the faintest idea of what the Bible holds and who Jesus is. They, they know nothing other than whatever they've heard on the news um, regarding some, you know, Christian evangelist or whatever, you know, they, they really have no knowledge base. And I was in with an interaction with somebody the other day who really feels like God is wooing them. And she's like, I don't, I mean, she truly doesn't know anything that's in the Bible. So it's, right. it's a whole new thing when she opens it up. And if we are not diligent to be stewards of the knowledge that he's given us and his word and continue to share that, you think about how quickly generations now have fallen away from God's word and, and from even a base knowledge of anything, um, it'll be very easy for people to not know what what Jesus says to be watching for, the signs, if right. we don't continue to teach on them and share that um, so that that is carried forward. If it's not in our lifetime, that's carried forward for future generations and they're not ignorant of it. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why we're doing this is that, um, uh, first of all, it's in the word. So, mm -hmm. so we, uh, we're gonna teach all, all the word uh, and particularly Revelation that he says, you know, it's really important to uh, learn this and follow it uh, and then be watchful for the signs so that, and I think what you're saying is, is really important, is um, it's not to ignore it, but rather to uh, receive, well, what does the word have to say? What can we understand about it? And how do we teach our next generation that yeah. truth? Because again, as it passes along, um, eventually they're going to, they're going to, it's going to happen and they need, it to be, will come they, to pass they and they to need to know it. it. Yeah. Um, and in our lifetime, uh, and again, it's written in such a way that, um, every generation could say, well, it's possible in my lifetime. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, in our particular lifetime, because we can attribute certain things that are, that are going to happen. Like for example, uh, one world government. Uh, the tribulation is establishing one world government. Um, well, we would say, and, and most of them would, would uh, and even, even the questions I had uh, over the last really 20 some years or so was, well, how is that gonna work? Right. Um, one world government? Would people really fall to that? Yeah, would they, they really give up? They, yeah. Is that really possible? Because again, the scriptures say it's willingly accepted. It's mm -hmm. not a, it's not force, you know, it's not a Hitler saying, I'm going to conquer the world and force, over, every, force right. everybody to surrender to me. It's through a, uh, a collapse that happens that then the world willingly, uh, readily accepts it as better mm -hmm. than what, than what they have. Um, right. So 
my question was always, how does that work? Um, you know, I'm worse, particularly in America. I mean, we're pretty independent. <laughs> so, right, right. Um, we're going to fall for it. We're going to go for that. You know, how are we going to go for that? You know, and then COVID hits. Mm-hmm. Um, and God says, do you see? Do you see how easy right. that was? I mean, literally right. within a month after they pushed it, the entire world reacted mm-hmm. and did exactly what the health authorities said worldwide. Right. In, es- in, essence, right. in essence, we were... <laughs> We were following one world government in, mm-hmm. a, in a way. Um, Just not an official government. Not yeah. A, not an official way. And it was like, and God said, you see? Mm-hmm. I said, yeah. How clever was that? <laughs> right. Um, you know, and how remarkable is that? Uh, and, and so now that we can see it and we're talking a little bit, we're going to have a verse here about the mark of the beast and we'll, we'll illustrate a technology uh, that could you know, we could now identifiable. It's like, oh, maybe that's maybe that's piece, a piece right. of how it works. You know, we're not sure yet uh, exactly what it is, but uh, we know but it's, it's a mark. it's worth watching. We yeah. know it's a mark, and it's probably going to be electronic. It's going to be electronic, and the currency is going to be electronic. And, um, you know, as we've looked at here in America, um, and by the way, worldwide, most countries, uh, because they don't, they don't act, they don't have the same system we do. Uh, you know, so we've got, you know, Congress, presidency and Supreme Court, court system, legal system. It was always intended, which was brilliant, by the way, uh, this three legged stool that none of them were supposed to have any uh, real power. It had to be shared and basically right. perfect checks and balances, checks and balances. And uh, the process was was to function so that things can go up, you know, the system, like, like for example, uh, in Australia, uh, Austria, uh, places like France, um, the government has decided to enforce a vaccine mandate. Mm-hmm. And the people don't really have any, have any recourse. They have no say. They, yeah. they, they, can, they can protest it. There's been like a protest in Vienna. Uh, but, you know, again, relative to the population of the country, it's minimal. They had the protest, but it didn't matter. It didn't change anything. Right. Uh, well, in America, um, if we don't like something, <laughs> uh, we can uh, file lawsuits, um, mm-hmm. even even against the law that's that's given to us. Uh, and we can file law. People can file lawsuits, and then it starts to go through the system um, to see what every court says about it. So, like for example, the, the vaccine mandate came out from the government. Uh, all employers over 100, 100 uh, people had to have the, the mandate. Anybody doing business with the federal government had to have the man, had to have vaccine. Their employees had to be vaccinated. Well, a lot of people don't like that. Um, right. Uh, interesting enough, the reason they don't like it, it isn't really <laughs> the vaccine itself. It's this the loss of freedom, the infringement of freedom, the right. infringement that you wait a minute. You can't tell me I have to do it, particularly when there's mm-hmm. an alternative. I can be tested. Right. Right. Uh, so don't don't force me. Give me the choice. I can do this or this. Mm-hmm. Isn't that freedom? And I understand the, the issue. And uh, so uh, in order to not be in a, a group or a crowd, uh, if if you're sick, don't don't go into it. <laughs> And if you need to prove that you're not sick by, by being tested and or the vaccine. And this is right. really interesting, by the way. Um, 
if you if you say either or, then you would think, well, then the vaccine means I'm good, right? Interesting right. enough. But we're seeing that's not the case not, with the new variant, for sure. That, that yeah. the, uh, the uh, greater percentage, interesting enough, of people mm -hmm. that um, are contracting it and really sick with it are vaccinated. Mm. Uh, so I knew they were more they were more likely to have it, but I didn't realize that I, my understanding was that they were not as sick with it actually. Yeah, that's, and, and that's, that's why not, it was that's, spreading as that's much. That's not an accurate statement. Uh, mm. So that, uh, you know, and they've just done a study by the way in Israel and in England mm -hmm. uh, that proved that out, that the people that are in the hospital, that they would have thought, well, that you're unvaccinated, right? No, the answer is no, they're vaccinated. Interesting. Uh, huh. So it's not, it's not really preventing it and again, because it mutates as a coronavirus, mm -hmm. we've had it for a long time, and it, right. muta and it mutates. Uh, and it looks like, by the way, the Omicron, uh, they portray it as contagious. It is. But pretty mild, right? But it's, but Isn't it's mild, contagious but mild? And, you know, if we go back, let's go back three or four years. Mm-hmm. And, and you think of the flu, just the flu. By the right. way, which is caused by coronavirus. Guess what? It looks very similar to what we're seeing. Super contagious. Mm -hmm. So if you were in an airplane or you're in a public space and you go by somebody that had the flu, mm -hmm. you're, you're getting, unless, you, unless right. you have an immunity against it, uh, or and they, you, some people would take the flu shot, which they predicted would help you, uh, and it could, but it was, it was highly contagious and people got mm -hmm. it, got sick, stayed home got over it and went back to work. Uh, well, that's kind of what's happening now. Uh, so right. on this vaccine mandate, uh, again, it's about it's about freedom. And all we're trying to portray this is, is that when there's one world government, the government, it's not a democracy. Mm. It's not we vote on things. It's it's a a basically a what, what's called a benevolent dictatorship. So it's not oppressive to the point, at least at the beginning, it's not oppressive to where we force you uh, to uh, basically uh, have a life that you wouldn't want to have. Right. It's we're going to give you the way of law of how you have to function in order to live out a life. And we're going to set it up, at least originally, because remember, it's, it's behind this is Satan. Right, so, and it's going to have the appearance of good. It will appear yeah, to be attractive and actually the solve the issues. The Antichrist will look good. Uh, that Remember, the enemy, uh, Satan, is a deceiver. Mm -hmm. So he's going to appear like an angel of light, good, mm -hmm. but underneath it all is trying to take over and, and ruin right. and control the world. So um, uh, right now, you know, the vaccine mandate is issued by the government. It was challenged in court. Mm -hmm. And then lost. Right. The court ruled, no, you don't have to. You don't have to follow the mandate. That's too. That's infringing on your freedom too much. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, then that ruling is appealed. Right. Now they. By the way, remember in the system, they're not going back and trying the original case. They're just looking at the last case. That what the ruling mm -hmm. was, and on what basis did they rule? The next appeals. Thing if that's legitimate. The next yeah. appeals court, which is federal said no it is it is legitimate so they okay. reversed they reversed what the reversal was <laughs> a lot of whiplash yeah. for companies right now right. not knowing what they're right. supposed to do yeah okay well as then immediately uh it's appealed 
Mm-hmm. And, and the last appeal now is the Supreme Court. Okay. Uh, so here we go. Uh, they're considering it right now. Uh, it's it. It's what we call in process. So they've actually had discussions about it. They've sent uh, to the government, uh, send us uh, answers to these questions. Uh, okay. And so they're getting all their uh, due diligence and what's called uh, discovery uh, concluded. And then they'll, uh, now right away, the mandate is supposed to go into effect uh, January 4th, and they pushed it a week to January 10th. So okay. by ideally, because of the pressure of that, the Supreme Court usually, which by the way, uh, we talked about the abortion issue. Right. Remember they heard the case? This is probably mm-hmm. now a month ago. Right, well, right. They, they haven't ruled on that. That might be two, three, four months. So it could take a while, right? Uh, generally it does. It takes two, three, four, five, six months to get ruling. Because of the time frame, the Supreme Court likely will rule prior to the January 10th deadline. Mm, okay. Uh, and, so this one they'll do kind of a, a fast forward version. <laughs> yeah. And because of there's as part of the law, there is a timeline to it. And basically, think about it. Everybody in America is saying, "What are you going to do?" <laughs> right. Right. Uh, we got to know what are you going to do. Uh, right. Okay. So it's in play. Um, it's going to be decided. The Supreme Court is going to decide it for America. And remember, all the world pretty much has set up a, some form of the mandate without any appeal. They can't, they can't, they don't do it. Right. Uh, so they're operating already that way. Um, we, are, we are not because we're, we have more of a independence and a freedom and a right. desire. Do you to know s- of any other countries who are, are kind of similarly responding to as we are? Any idea? Uh, well, there's uh, the Scandinavian company uh, countries. Some of them uh, uh, are attempting not to, not to force a mm-hmm. mandate. Um, Europe pretty much has ex- received the mandate. Um, interesting enough, uh, uh, Israel has uh, said you, got, you know you need to be vaccinated, but they just right. will, they just willingly did it. Um, uh, Russia uh, doesn't interesting enough have have the, re- the restrictions <laughs> that really that, uh, that interesting. we do. Like, well, everybody's got to be. You know, it's like no, um, you know. And recently, by the hmm. way, I, li- I live in Colorado, and um, the governor. Of course, he's he's you know, going to be subject to what's going to happen with the Supreme Court, but he, and he's been very very pro uh, lockdown mandate mask everything. Right. He came out uh, a couple of weeks ago and said, you know, I'm it's 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 ruining our business. So you know what, I just I'm going to stop this nonsense. Wow. Um, if you if you're not vaccinated and you get sick. Live with it, you know. Um, yeah. Do you decide what you want to do? Uh, so uh, that that is now. By the way, um, there's still organizations that are trying to force the mandate, even underneath that. So, uh, but it basically, he kind of knows that. Well, well, we'll find out what the Supreme Court says. Right. Uh, so here's what here's what I've received on that. As I prayed about it, is watch it really carefully. Mm-hmm. That um, if the Supreme Court rules that the mandate has to stay in place and you either are going to work if you have the vaccine or you can't work anymore, mm-hmm. that if that's the way it goes, what I've heard is that uh, be shifting your thinking toward preparation mm-hmm. because we're the kind of the last place standing. If we get shot down, freedom, I'm talking about freedom, not the vaccine. Right, right. Uh, 
then that means that the one world government is going to be closer than you think. That much closer, right. Um, if, the, if they say no, we don't support the mandate, we're going to give you a freedom of choice, then uh, what I've heard is you got more time. Um, and remember, more time, that's, that's, that's the, uh, you know, the $64,000 question is, how much? <laughs> how much? Exactly. Um, exactly. And um, because of you know one world government, electronics, what has to happen, we have time anyway. I mean, so it's it's a mm -hmm. relative thing. Uh, it's just where's where's the shift going to go? Uh, but now we've seen it, the possibility of it. And if the government rules that way and says we can enforce this, and we basically take away your freedom to choose. Well, just think of where that's much closer to a one-world government that has no freedom. Uh, you either are in or out. Uh, right. And the only, only way you're going to be out is a remnant, which we'll talk about further. Uh, and you're just not going to participate, but there's going to be consequences to that um, if, if you don't. So uh, really interesting stuff that's going on. And, and of course, we've talked about inflation uh, and the borrowing, the, the tremendous borrowing of money around the world, interesting enough, of all the governments. Uh, that is being fueled by the federal system, federal reserve system, uh, the central bank system. And it's, it's right now truly un, un, unsustainable. So that right. uh, if the interest rates rise significantly, which by the way they're saying is, are going to, but mm -hmm. they've said that now uh, for about five, six months and never have because I'm not sure they can. Because uh, right. if they do, remember, the, the, the governments have to pay that interest rate. So forget about right. just paying back the principal. they got to pay that interest rate. And already there it's a large percentage of our uh, everybody's annual GDP budget. Uh, right. Government income is paid toward And you said interest. that could really upend the whole economy, that, just having that, to pay that back could, that interest that rate. That could flip it into the system, into the collapse, mm -hmm. uh, because we, can't, we couldn't afford to do it. Because it, it, remember that there's the government, which keeps borrowing to do it, um, is paying out money to lots and lots and lots and lots of things called entitlements, uh, programs, and, and they, they spend way more than they take in. Right. Um, well, if we raise the interest rates, another chunk of the annual income from the government has to be paid to interest. And they right. do have to pay the interest. So that means these entitlements would have a problem and or they'd have to borrow more money to do it and, and the cycle continues. So it's, right. it's really right now, it's, and this is worldwide, it's unsustainable. So, Right. Uh, well, and that's where you can see, you know, when you hear um, talk of the World Economic Forum and the Great Reset and whatever, you can see things building up to a point that they're saying, we just got to start all over. Right. Great Reset. Boom blank slate, one world government, one world economy, let's try this again. And yeah. you can see it, you can see groundwork for yeah. it. And, and so that when the one world government is received, uh, and their members received willingly, is there's, there's really, and it's almost a universal response, is because of what's happened, and because it's not sustainable anymore, that this new government that's going to reset, which by the way, they use that word right now, Right. Uh, the great's called the great, great reset. So that's another indicator that, huh, uh, they're even talking about it openly uh, mm -hmm. of doing something like this. So 
it would be uh, forgiving everybody's debt, probably taking away all ownership. Uh, you're going to get income from the government and jobs and that kind of stuff. Uh, but the decision universally is, well, this is better than our current system. So there has to be a degradation. Of, level of brokenness that comes in. Of yeah. the trust in your local government, mm -hmm. uh, local meaning your national government, so that we as Americans are going to universally say, yeah, we'd give up this democratic system to fall under this new one world government. And the conclusion is, it's better. Uh, why? Well, because we're, we've lost confidence in our government. Economically, we can't sustain it. And this offers us a solution. So let's, let's go do that. And isn't that better anyway? So that as people are talking more about globalization, what's called globalization, uh, and again, uh, you could, you could, it's almost a demarcation so that uh, people that are over 50 would say, no, <laughs> um, right. I'm, I'm going to lose my freedom. I don't want to do that. People under 50, they already kind of think, well, isn't globalization a good thing? Um, so they're already in sync with that. So um, it's really interesting you know, to, to just see things and watch things. So pay attention. Uh, maybe even by the time this, this uh, broadcast, which is Friday, should be Friday, uh, January 7th, they will have ruled. Uh, so um, uh, we're saying this ahead of time. It'll be interesting mm -hmm. to see what, what happens. And then what, when you find out what happens, I think it's going to be an indicator of some things in terms of just pay attention and where, where do we shift to. So right. uh, in our discussion, uh, we've, been, we've, talked, we've talked through... Uh, the beginning of the tribulation, the first three and a half years, the development of the Antichrist, it goes from a unit of 10 uh, heads to one, who's the Antichrist. The Antichrist is supported by the false prophet, which is a Christian who is saying, yes, this is a good thing to do. He's legitimizing the Legitimize him as, as God. Um, he's wounded and then he is, uh, apparently comes back to life. So he's described as a miraculous healing and therefore, he is God, and he claims himself to be God. It's called the abomination of desolation in mid-trib, three and a half years, in Israel, actually. Um, and then that kicks off the wrath of God. Mm. Um, and the wrath of God comes against the world who is following the Antichrist. Uh, so, okay. again, that, and then we talked about, well, where does, where does that leave uh, believers of the remnant. We'll talk. We'll talk a little bit more about this today. But um, possibly, what's called pre-trib rapture. We're gone already. We we, we mid-trib rapture. When he declares himself to be God, then we're taken out, and the wrath of God comes, or we're still here. Right. Uh, because it's the wrath of God. We know, and we have a picture of that with Moses, as we said with uh, Pharaoh. Uh, the wrath came against Pharaoh. Israel was physically there, but they were completely protected. They didn't experience any of God's wrath. So right. uh, in the last three and a half years, God takes his wrath against the world, and we, and we have the uh, judgments, blowing of the trumpet, right. the judgments. We've been through six of them, um, which remember they're sequential. So they're you know starting in, in the three and a half year mark, headed toward uh, the, the end of the seven years. Um, and then uh, we've come to place, uh, and this is in um, uh, Revelation 11 and then Revelation 15, which we, we've spoken to, it announces this is it. 
this is the final acts leading to the return of Christ. This is it. Get ready. And in heaven, they actually prepare for it. And there's even a, even a time of silence, of, of grieving in silence and saying, okay, this is it. And then, of course, Christ is going to return. So that wow. leads us to uh, Revelation 16, uh, where we now are, uh, and it says it's opening up the seven bowls of the seventh judgment. So they think of the final judgment. Final judgment, but then there's seven parts even to that. There's seven parts to that. Uh, okay. and it's called the seven bowls. Uh, it's, it's pouring out the, the final uh, mm -hmm. sequence of the last judgment, which are collectively <laughs> not good. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, and, and there's going to be seven individual things. So let's go and, and go to there, uh, Revelation 16. Uh, and we'll just start and go through them. Uh, start with verse 1 and uh, read through uh, 3. Sure. Then I heard a loud voice from the temple telling the seven angels, Go and pour out on the earth the seven bowls of the wrath of God. So the first angel went and poured out his bowl on the earth, and harmful and painful sores came upon the people who bore the mark of the beast and worshipped its image. The second angel poured out his bowl into the sea, and it became like the blood of a corpse, and every living thing died that was in the sea. Okay. Keep going or stop? No, that's it. We'll stop right there. Okay. Um, so um, it starts with, um, you know, uh, to the seven angels, uh, mm -hmm. pour out the bowls of the, of the final wrath of God onto the earth. So uh, this is it. Uh, verse 1, um, uh, we told you to prepare. Uh, now do it and, and execute it. Uh, the first one uh, is uh, uh, poured out his bowl upon the earth and a foul and loathsome sore came upon the men who had the mark of the beast and those who worshipped his image. Um, well, uh, this is kind of an important thing. Uh, so every single person receives what? In verse, in verse 2 and 3, what do they receive? Well, he pours out the judgment, but depend, the, whether you receive it or not depends on whether you have the mark of the beast in that yeah, case. Yeah, a foul, a foul and loathsome sore. Uh, so it's a smelly, uh, in essence, it would be equivalent to think of leprosy. Yeah, uh, so a skin issue. It's, it's going to be a it, painful, smelly a, skin issue. A painful, <laughs> smelly skin issue that comes upon everybody in the entire world who who has the mark of the beast who has the mark of the beast right um now this is kind of an important uh, statement uh that um it's everybody who has the mark of the beast now this is where the <laughs> the uh, wisdom and insight has to be processed with god is that um he doesn't per se exempt people from that in sense right. of well if you have the mark but you're a christian right you don't know he just or you got the mark and then you became a christian later he or just made he like just that. makes it he just makes it really uh simple mm -hmm. you're going to receive this if you have the mark of the beast um mm. okay now this is what we have to consider um well it doesn't per se exempt, exempt christians so then, but people would say, well, by this time, we're out. 
So what difference does it make? Maybe, maybe not, though. Yeah, and that's what, that's what we've been trying to set up is that be careful there because it's not absolute. Uh, that it's not necessarily pre-trib. Um, could be, could be mid-trib. Uh, and, and the question becomes, well, if it's not pre-trib, and it's, and it's mid-trib, well, by mid-trib, whoever's taking the mark of the beast taking the mark of the beast. Because uh, that's what you use to function in this society and right. that, economically. The only ones that won't um, is what, what's called the remnant that um, decides, chooses not to take the mark of the beast and take the consequences of this which again, we have uh, Daniel and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego as examples of, yes, they were captured, so they're part of the world right? Uh, in Babylonia, but they didn't participate in certain things and was willing, you know, in terms of you know, go into the fire, be killed, uh, and God preserved them. Uh, right. Daniel went in the lion's den. Um, so yeah, the consequence was always severe, but God protected them because they were part of the remnant. Um, right. So that um, if, uh, by the way, uh, and here's, here's the next piece of the question, is when the one world government comes, there will be a mark of the beast. It's an economic way of, of identifying are you part of the system or not. Right. Um, and it'll be universal. Now, uh, we've talked about uh, John, when he pictured it, he said it's on your forehead or it's on your wrist. Or on your wrist, on yeah, your hand. Your hand. Um, so some of the possibilities, and this is, this is all we can, we can surmise because of what mm -hmm. we understand. Now, by the way, if it's another 200 years later, which is possible. It could look slightly different than what we're thinking. They'll be, they'll be saying, oh, well, it's going to be this. You know, um, right, right. Uh, so all we can do is say, well, I can, I can at least imagine what it is. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, as I've looked at it is uh, because it's on the forehead, I believe that that would be a device like a cell phone that, by the way, right now, that's how you open your cell phone. Yeah, so like facial recognition. Facial sort recognition. Of thing. You are the you are the mark itself. You've signed mm -hmm. up and said, you know, I'm I'm agreeing with this. Uh, you are the mark. Your your face is the mark. Uh, the wrist uh, would be uh, maybe an Apple Watch, you know, where you put it up and, and you get scanned. Right. Um, just recently. Now what about? Yeah. Oh, just, are you going to share this? Yeah. yeah just recently, <laughs> and this is this is weeks old now. Um, mm -hmm. Out of Sweden, a company has developed. A microchip uh, that they specifically uh, would use it as what they call the vaccine passport right um, and, and they're talking about injecting it in the hand it would correct? be a chip that they put in the hand mm -hmm. uh, that now is under the skin and part of you and right. you would electronically you know maybe it's back here or something that's why he would say well it must be the wrist you would say okay it's red and I, and I have it, and either you do or you don't. Um, right. And uh, so that's interesting. Uh, right. That, wow, um, that technology is now available. Uh, that could be implanted uh, in everybody uh, that takes it as possible. Uh, does that go further? My only question, I have a question about it at, as, at the moment. Um, if they use it as a vaccine passport, 
Mm-hmm. Well, we're finding out if you take a vaccine, it doesn't necessarily mean that you are safe. Right. Uh, you have to take the booster or you got to take the next one or the next one. So, so they would have to continually update the information on yeah, the chip. Correct? Yeah. So can they do that electronically? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I'm gonna, I got to do some research on that. Or would they take it out and put another one in? But it's Ugh. it's a really interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's anyway, it's, it's the technology is announced that, yep, it's available. Right. Um, and there's people Which that are. Just knowing that is interesting. That's pay attention to that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And they're uh, they're uh, working. Uh, mm-hmm. in governments to decide, is this something we would like to in, uh, institute? Right. Because uh, now the technology is available to us. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's very possible. So uh, it'll be interesting to see, you know, where, where that goes. And um, uh, there's, there's uh, states, et cetera, that are uh, even like New York, um, has they've, they've just submitted a law that says that if you don't take the vaccine, um, and we consider you, you a health risk, we're going to take you to a concentration camp. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah. I haven't heard this one yet. Yeah, yeah, it just came out. Um, mm. uh, and they've submitted it. As, and it's not law because they haven't voted on it. Right. Yet, but it has been submitted that if you don't take the vaccine um, and you are deemed a health risk, that we can come and take you away and put you in a concentration camp. Mm. Uh, well, that's... That's scary. <laughs> wow. Uh, of what that is. And again, that could promote, well, then then I need to get the vaccine because I don't want to do that. So, and, right. And if, right. You, and if you give me an electronic passport or something, I'll do. But all we're trying to say is, is that that's, it, it is what the mark of the beast looks like. Um, it's an electronic something. Right. It identifies you with, I, I agree with this system. This mm-hmm. one world government, this reset, and I'm 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 part of it. I say yes to it. Okay. Well, here's the question. Um, and I've had Christians say to me, well, "Well, yeah, but this verse says, and you worship the beast. So I'll take the path. I'll take the mark of the beast, but I won't worship the beast." But I won't. Yeah, I uh, think we had a viewer's question about that. Yeah. You know, towards the beginning of yeah. our podcast, and we went yeah. into a discussion. Is no, well, you're marked by that. By definition, you're worshiping. Remember, it's the mark of the mm-hmm. beast. Um, and and you've gotten to a place where you're you're now accepting the system, which by itself is worshiping non God, right. not God. So yeah, right. you've taken it. Well, the question is this: um, if I was a believer and we weren't pre-raptured, and I took the mark of the beast, and maybe mm-hmm. there's a mid-trib rapture, am I raptured, or do I or do I because I took the mark of the beast, am I not raptured? Because uh, he oh, said he says everybody that took the mark of the beast is going to get God's wrath, right? Uh, so uh, and that's why we we really would urge everybody to reconsider. You know where are you on that point, and um, don't don't be careful not to um, compromise and say well because of God it'll be fine. Well, see right here he says everybody who's taken the mark of the beast is going to have this this first. Uh, bold judgment. Right. Uh, so, so you don't want to land there. <laughs> so, um, so again, uh, I can just tell you my personal perspective is because of what I know the mark of the beast is, and because of even this verse, uh, personally, um, I'm already uh, uh, convicted and having my family be convicted that no, we're not going to take the mark of the beast. 
Right. Um, and I, I'm asking God, and he'll, he'll, I, I believe this to be 100% true, it'll be 100% clear what it is, and, and don't do it. Um, it's right. not going to be, I wonder, you know, like, like right now people say, well, is, that the, be, yes. is the vaccine passport? Eh, no, it's not it yet. Um, it's a precursor it's paving to the way for it. Yes. Uh, you can see the movement toward it, but mm -hmm. it isn't the mark of the beast. And that's why some people, uh, it's okay to take the vaccine, other people not to. Um, and so far, and even the, even the companies have backtracked a little bit mm -hmm. because of the uh, issue of not having enough employees is, you know, why don't we, why don't we just set up the freedom to either get tested or take the vaccine? And so even right. the companies, I think because companies have already done so, and I'm talking about major Fortune 500 companies, I... I would be shocked if the Supreme Court says I'm going to I'm going to reinforce the mandate as absolute. I believe they'll come together with a choice. It's not it's not that they come against the vaccine. It's just that people give people a choice. Right. Um, right. And that's what I think will happen. So um, it'll be interesting to watch. It'll right? be interesting to see. But if it doesn't, it'll be uh oh. Uh, okay. So let's go to the next one. Um, uh, in. Uh, uh, now verses, uh, actually verse three. <clears throat> uh, I think you read this one already, but read it again. I did, uh, yes. Chapter, uh, verse three. The second angel poured out his bowl into the sea and it became like the blood of a corpse and every living thing died that was in the sea. Yeah. Um, so, um, uh, so think about that. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, he's talking about the ocean here. Uh, mm -hmm. So, he pours it out on the oceans, and every single living thing in the ocean dies. Right. Well, that's not good. <laughs> right. The food. I mean, the food source alone. That's yeah. <laughs> just just the food source uh, and the uh, you know the uh, the life that's in the sea. Mm -hmm. You know, all all dies, and it says it became as blood. Uh, so it's uh, of a of a dead man. Became blood is of a dead man. So it's uh, it's kind of crusty, you know. Blood the blood that dries up, you know, it's kind of crusty, uh, and it just is really stinky, you know. So it's um, uh, you had the stinky stuff come on the people. Now he just kills all of the uh, creatures in the sea. Okay, uh, read verses uh, now four through seven. The third angel poured out his bowl into the rivers and the springs of water, and they became blood. And I heard the angel in charge of the waters say, Just as just just are you, O holy one, who is and who was, for you brought these judgments. For they have shed the blood of saints and prophets, and you have given them blood to drink. It is what they deserve. And I heard the altar saying, Yes, Lord God, the Almighty, true and just are your judgments. Okay. Uh, lots in there. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, he said he's coming against them in verse 6 because they did what? They shed the, the blood of saints and prophets. Saints and prophets, right. Um, so um, that implies, and that's another, this is another potential as to why we're still around, that mm -hmm. we actually uh, die, we actually get martyred. Uh, during this time because uh, we aren't taking the mark of the beast and because of mm -hmm. that so this could be referring to you know current day Christians who yes. don't take the mark 
not not looking back at judgment for prophets and saints from Old Testament or New yeah, Testament. And again, even. again, okay. it could be the whole the whole sequence, mm -hmm. uh, you know, all all of time, uh, or it could be recent time. Uh, okay. Uh, and he said, uh, "This is their just due." Now the the only thing you can say is that these are the people getting judged. Mm -hmm. So it involves them. So it can't be just right. just historical. It's they're they're, partici yeah. they're participating in it, and okay. it says because even uh, and it says even so, Lord, true and righteous are your judgments. Um, uh, actually, I've been encouraged to do a whole series on God's uh, true and righteous judgments uh, hmm. because it's kind of it's kind of not understood at all today. Like, right. Wait a minute. I thought God loved everybody, and how could He possibly bring this against right. you know the people of, of the and earth? And we don't really want to. We want to hear about the loving and grace-filled God. We don't necessarily want to hear about the just side of Him. Right, uh, but the you know? but it says uh, on the altar in heaven, uh, these are true and righteous judgments that mm -hmm. you're uh, you brought sores on. Uh, you've uh, now killed all the animals in the ocean. And now you've done the same thing in the in the fresh water, right? Uh, and yes, they're righteous and true, and it's because of their worship of non God. They're worshiping a beast, and see, it's universal. Remember, right. it's only the remnant that still might be available to worship God, but everybody else, literally in the world, has rejected now God worshiping the beast. Yeah, uh, and God says uh, that it, I, you deserve that. Okay, go to uh, uh, the next one, uh, eight and nine. Okay. The fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun, and it was allowed to scorch people with fire. They were scorched by the fierce heat, and they cursed the name of God who had power over these plagues. They did not repent and give him glory. Okay. Uh, well, that's interesting. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so it gets really hot. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and um, an, an awful, oppressive, scorching, um, and they're, you know, it's, it's oppressive. Uh, mm -hmm. as, as if you're living in fire, which is really difficult to do. It's not, it's not fire, right. but it's like that. Um, they blaspheme the name of God. Okay. Um, well, how would they know that? They, you know, on some level, they have to believe that he exists if they're actually blaspheming him. Well, uh, because who's, who's talking about him? The Antichrist. Oh, yeah. See, um... They're, That's a he, good point. They're they're blaming, appropriately so. <laughs> Who's bringing the wrath? God. God. There. Yeah. Uh, remember, and Satan is trying to get the world to reject God and only worship Him. Right. And and see, this is this is this is important to know. Uh, is Satan have the same power as God? No. Can he alter, stop, lessen the judgments? No. No. See, he's a created being. Mm -hmm. This isn't this isn't a battle of gods. Of equals. It's not a battle of, of equals. No. Of some, yeah, God's trying to trying to do it and he's resisted and he can't no. These these judgments are absolute mm -hmm. on the earth of the of the men who are worshiping Satan, worshiping mm -hmm. the Antichrist. Um so what is the Antichrist telling them? You're having these problems, everybody, because of Israel's God or the Christian God. 
Right. And and he's the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Remember, remember when I brought all this great wealth uh, to the world under this one world government and how beautiful it was and the reset and everybody got uh, a start over and mm-hmm. wasn't that a grand time? And look and at what... And if you'll just reject this God, and, then... And it. So it says, <laughs> uh, blasphemy is I speak against and come against mm-hmm. and speak false. Um, and then uh, it says uh, in verse uh, 9, which is critical... They did not what? They did not repent. They did not repent or and give, give God glory. glory at all. So they, even with the encouragement of, um, uh, remember God says to us, if I was you <laughs> and right. things aren't working out too well, all you got to do is repent mm-hmm. and come back and walk with me and I'll, I'll restore it all. I'll fix it all. Um, and this, the world, none of it repents. And they're right. blaspheming against God. So the depth of the deception, the depth of the uh, rejection the of who, of of who really God too. is, which by the way means that um, either the remnant is gone mm-hmm. uh, because there's nobody to represent it, or we're strictly in hiding and we're, we're not even concerned about trying to get anybody to do anything other than protect ourselves. Right. Uh, so that. Uh, and it's similar again to Moses. What did Moses tell Pharaoh? Let my people go. No. Okay, well then I'm bringing a judgment. Right. How about how about now? No. All right, I'll bring another judgment. How about now? No. Right. Ten of them until finally he said, well, then I'm going to kill all, all the children. Um, and he did. And that's where the Passover was. Remember the Passover? Right, right. You put right. the blood on the, on the doorpost, you pass, pass over, and he won't kill you. Uh, well, that was the protection of the remnant. Um, and Pharaoh finally said, okay, uh, I don't repent, but I'm just, okay, fine, you can go. And, of course, then he decided, what? I'm going to chase him down and kill him. Right. Uh, so, that didn't go well for him. No. So <laughs> so here, you know, here this is this fourth one is um, it's getting worse and worse, and the people are not repenting. Um it's, remember, this is worldwide universal. So it's not like pockets. It's right. everybody gets the source. All, all, the, all the animals were killed in the sea. All the freshwater animals were killed. The heat is oppressive around the world. And it's, you can hardly stand it. And, but yet they're, they're saying their fist right. against God. Instead you know, of repenting, cur- they are now cursing him and, and blaming him and coming against him. Yeah, you know. yeah. Which, by the way, is what Satan wants yeah. them to do. Uh, exactly. Is, exactly. You know, if, we, if I can get this completed, which, by the way, we're going to find out, guess who's left? Israel. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is following? Interesting enough, they follow Christ. So they're the, they're the last one standing. Hmm. Uh, and so the enemy is trying to get it so that we, if we can get, get rid of them, I, I win the world. Remember, that's the battle. Then I've got, then I've got everybody, yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll pick this up again uh, huh. uh, next week. Uh, next Friday, we'll pick up these further judgments because we're headed to some really interesting stuff here about uh, Christ's return, uh, what it says about that, the whole uh, what's called the millennium, what does that all look like. So we got, we got a ways to yeah, go Yeah, I'm excited here. to get into that, uh, though. But it's uh, quite interesting, and right now it's like you can see Man, God's bringing this awful stuff, and nobody is repenting. They are so convinced that the Antichrist is good and that God is bad. So good has become right. evil. Evil has become good. 
and that's what has to happen. And so we yeah. can see it even today, kind of that way a little bit, uh, that good is becoming evil and evil is becoming good. Right. And if you stand up for Christ, you're kind of considered not good. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, we, we have to have strength and say, well, we're still going to invite people to the good life of God. So, right. we Well, and I even think about, um, just real quick, my, my thoughts on that, that, um, you know, you look in the book of Daniel, and there is a time, I think it's around Daniel 10 or so, where he talks about um, the vision that God gave him, and, and he was heartbroken and fearful of what was ahead. Right. And, and God really tended his heart and reminded him not to be fearful of what must take place, right. you know, and that sort of thing. And so even I just want to encourage listeners as we go through this and we lay out what will occur, um, whether it's our lifetime or not, there's a God of hope that is waiting to meet you. The reason that, and we're even in the middle of a series right now on overcoming fear, worry, and anxiety. Yeah. When you hear these things on our Friday episodes, that should not drive you to fear. It should drive you to your father. Right. Amen. Because in his presence is righteousness, joy, and peace, regardless of what is and will come in the world. So be encouraged in that and go back to him. Don't let it take you to fear and anxiety. Instead, let it take you to the father. Yeah. Amen. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll pick this up uh, next week, and we got uh, we got more to go. So we'll keep uh, processing the truth of the word, and it speaks on its own. So uh, we wish you well, and uh, as we said, uh, go to the Father. Don't get discouraged, but uh, uh, do understand the times, and and let's yes. seek him seek him together. So we'll, we'll sounds look great. To Thanks for sharing, Rich. Yeah. As always, you are a wealth of knowledge. Thanks for joining us, everyone, and have a great day. Yep. See you soon. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.